Well, the Round 24 AFL Rising Star nominee, Eddie Ford, joins us from the North Melbourne Football Club. Eddie, congratulations on the nomination. Thank you, Kel, and uh, thank you for having me on. Now, it's a good result to finish the way your season ended. Tell us about how you were informed of the news today. Obviously, a Monday, a couple of days after your season's all done. Who gave you the call? Yeah, I was just in bed. Um, had a bit of a sleep in, you know, so... But, yeah, I woke up to, to Clarko and, and um, a few of the boys gave me the call and they let me know, so that was... Um, Good news, good to wake up to. Three goals and 19 touches. Was it the best game of your career so far? Oh, potentially, yeah. It was up there. I haven't played too many games, but definitely think, yeah, starting to build and, and starting to get a bit more consistency in my game. And Yeah, that was a, a fairly good game yeah, yesterday, so the other day. Tell us about that build and consistency that we have seen across the second half of this year. Obviously, we saw flashes of you in your debut season a couple of years ago in, in 21 and some games last year as well, but it seems like in the second half of this year, You've really made that position your own. Yeah, I started to gain a lot more confidence in my game, and I think round ten I got into the team and and play out the rest of the year. So it was just about um, you know doing what I can to to hold that spot and and play my role for the team. And I feel like I did that pretty well, and um, yeah, I was able to hold that spot and, and play out the last few few games. What was the message in the first half of the season as you were trying to break in? It was just yeah, keep plugging away. It's like you're not going it, to, it's sometimes it's tough, you know, you, you feel like you're playing good footy and, and you want to just be in straight away, but it takes sort of a bulk of bulk of work, you know, three or four weeks of, of good games and and playing your role and, and knowing all the structures and, and whatnot. So um, just knuckled down all that stuff and, and um, eventually got my chance and, and took it. Tell us about the emotion in the rooms after the game on Saturday. Obviously, it's been such a long stretch without a win, 20 weeks without a win at the footy club. To be able to do that in the final game must feel with a little bit of optimism ahead of next year. I think so. There was no sort of, you know, feeling of not going hard into the game, you know, like we always wanted to go out there and, and play our best and, and have a win, you know. So, yeah, that, that was our goal. And uh, I think in the first half, a little bit slow, but um, the third quarter really got us going. And, and from there on, we didn't look back. And for me, it was, yeah, such a great feeling. My first win um, took me a while, but um, yeah, for me, sort of just, yeah, it was, it was pretty emotional. And just a long sort of stretch of, of not winning is um, it's hard, you know. So once I sort of got the monkey off the back um, the other day, it was yeah, it was such a good feeling and can't wait to do more of it next year. As like I said before, we'll be um, we're optimistic and we also know that a lot of hard work has to be put in to, to get the win. So we're keen for next year. How excited were you to finally join in the chorus afterwards? Very, very. Um, I do know the words. So people <laughs> say that I don't know the words, but I do know the words. Um, yeah, it was such a good feeling to have everyone have everyone in and, and sing the song. It was also the last game you're actually going to be eligible for the Rising Star. Heading into next year, you would have tipped over. So was that on your mind the last few weeks? As there's been some nominations that maybe could have gone your way. You've been on, been pretty close the last couple. Yeah, potentially, but no, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't really a sort of feeling I had. You know, I was just trying to do my best for the team and, and um, try to get the wins, but. Sort of individual stuff takes care of itself. If you're playing good footy and, and whatnot, you'll, you'll um, get that sort of stuff and that reward and that recognition. You're, uh, you're already a fan favourite pretty early in your time at the Roos and the Elvis nickname, of course, stuck pretty early. Who actually gave it to you? I know you've probably had this story a few times, but who actually gave it to you? And Are you legitimately an Elvis fan or were you now? Are you? What, what, where's the story can originate? Yeah, I'll tell you. I, I am an Elvis fan. Like I do enjoy listening to Elvis, but... Um, in that 2020 year when I was drafted, I sort of, I played no footy and didn't get out of the house much as you weren't allowed to. And I sort of developed like a pretty 
pretty like bad sort of I don't do good facial hair as you can see um, <laughs> and um, I had sort of a uh, sideburns going on and I don't I shaved everywhere around it and I walked in and Josh Simkin, um, the co-captain at the moment, is he walks in and goes, "Oh, it's gone, Elvis!" Like just, just out of nowhere, he saw the sideburns, you know. And the, Elvis was famous for that sort of stuff, so sort of got it from there, mate. And stuck, and it's, um, yeah, I don't mind it. So, it's all favorite good. favorite Elvis song? Oh, Burning Love, maybe. Yeah, just can't get past that. Very nice, Hound Dog for me. Hey, uh, yeah. we see we see an Arnold Schwarzenegger poster in the back as well. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah, it's actually my brother's poster. Um, yeah, he just likes to, he's a big, strong boy. He does bodybuilding, so, um, he loves to get the inspiration out. And every time I walk past it, it sort of keeps, keeps me, uh, keeps me grounded, mate, just to try and aim for that sort of status and that sort of, uh, that's a good look, isn't it? So we'd be pumping plenty of, pumping plenty of iron over the preseason. What's the sort of goals you head into your off season to make sure that you take this momentum out of the end of this year into 2024? Yeah, it's definitely a few steps to be taken. I think just for me. Going into my fourth year, it would just be yeah, preparing myself physically and, and mentally, and that's um, you know, it's pretty pretty basic, but just keep building strength and keep keep working on that aerobic tank. So yeah, I'll be working over the next um, two or three months to to keep building my potential. And before we let you go, obviously off to the function on Wednesday night, the AFL Awards, where the rising star will be named. I have a fair idea who you'll be barracking for pretty hard on Wednesday. Of course, Harry Sheasel and George Wardlaw. Other nominees, but Harry's a red-hot chance to take it home. Yeah, I think he's um, he deserves that. He's put in a bulk of work throughout the season. Um, yeah, he played around one and played until around 24. So, um, yeah, I'd be shocked if he didn't. I think he's yeah definitely uh, deserving of the award. And, um, yeah, he's such a genuine bloke and so authentic. So just to go along with his footy ability is a great person as well. Hey, congratulations on the nomination and on the win over the weekend, Eddie. Great to see you playing group footy, and we can't wait to see you back in action next year. Thank you, Cal. Thanks for having me, mate. G'day, I'm Roy. I'm Warnie. And I'm Calvin. Together we are the traders, afl.com.au's fantasy experts. You can catch our podcast every Monday and Thursday where we look at the AFL fantasy action from the weekend and help you get set for the round ahead. All the pigs, all the cash cows, the best trades and captains with plenty of fun along the way. Grab every new episode wherever you listen to podcasts and keep clicking back to afl.com.au for more fantasy news and advice throughout the season.